Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to Grown Up Kids and Day 14 of Podmas. We have made it two weeks. That's crazy. Straight. Yeah, this is insane. Pat on the back to you. We're not. Pat on the back to me. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today we're being joined by a guest we've had on before, but not since the very beginning. So, hey, Chrissy, how are you? Hello. Great. How are you? Good. And if you don't remember, Chrissy's kind of like my bestie, so. And was the last time Chrissy was on Pinocchio? I believe so. That was a Fantasia. long... Oh, Fantasia. oh, Fantasia. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Still, they were both <laughs> pretty saying. close together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a while ago. And we have a brand new guest, though no stranger to podcasting. Hey, Tiffany. Hey. Hey. <laughs> this is not Swish Flick. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. And we're going to talk some Disney with Tiffany and Chrissy today, and I'm excited. And since Chrissy's been on the show, we know her Disney profile. I know a lot of you probably know a lot about Tiffany, but do you know her Disney profile? All facts. Well, <laughs> now you're gonna. So, how did you get into Disney? So, I guess it's just, like, always been a part of my life. My parents and my aunts and my uncles always had Disney movies on, so I was always watching them. But the first one that I really remember watching was 101 Dalmatians. Um, and then I think the first Disney movie I actually saw in theaters was Toy Story. Same. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I think me too. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Good I one. just really remember that one. I'm sure there might have been others, just I don't remember. Um, but fun fact, actually, I don't know if you guys know this or not, you might, but there's, like, a really cool Pixar documentary on Netflix right now. I don't. And what? Yeah, no, it's amazing. <laughs> I've been watching little bits of it every morning, and it's all about, um, who is the director of Toy Story? Um, it, it's that guy. I can't remember. He was working with, like, Steve Jobs on it. Oh, my gosh. Why is it escaping me right now? He's the guy that's, I'd, like, fired now, isn't Les- he? Lester or Lest- Lestier. Le- uh... Oh. oh my god, people oh. are literally probably screaming at us. I have to look it up. <laughs> She's Googling it! <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy who's, like, gone now. Lassiter! John Lassiter! John Lassiter. So yeah. it's, like, all about him and how he, like, got started <laughs> Thanks, and how Chrissy. they took, like, yep. animation and moved it into computer animation. And it's a super cool documentary on Netflix, like I said. So I've been watching all about that. And there, I'm learning so much about Toy Story, so... May I come back for Toy Story if it's not taken? <laughs> we can probably add you on because you're Tiffany. So. <laughs> oh, <uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's kind of it. Um, I really remember 101 Dalmatians being like my little gateway into watching all the movies and stuff. It's a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so- I even remember like one Christmas morning, I was super little. And I remember, like, turning the corner and seeing a little um, patch, stuffed animal patch, under the tree. Oh, nice. that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Tiffany, I had a little patch. I did? And he was my buddy. My sister I think had, I had Penny. penny. <laughs> oh, I, I remember penny. stuffed pennies. I remember that. Plush, I'm sorry. They're not stuffed. They're plush. Well, me being the only child that I was... For Christmas one year. <laughs> if you guys could only see the look she just gave me. I had all 101 stuffed animals. <laughs> there, was this, there was this one Christmas where, I, and I want to say that I was maybe like six or seven. I got a real Dalmatian. No. Um, <laughs> I had opened up like all my presents and my mom, after we were done, was like, I have one more for you upstairs, but I didn't tell your dad about it. And I was like, okay. So me and her go upstairs, and it is a giant lucky plush from the Disney store. Like, one of the massive ones. Oh, your dad would have been so mad. Yeah, she was like, leave this up here for a little bit. We'll just bring it downstairs in, like, (laughs) a couple weeks. (laughs) That's really funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. I still have it. That's so your mom and dad. I love it. Yeah, it's cute. That's funny. 
Okay, but back to Tiffany. But back to <laughs> Tiffany. So, uh, who's your favorite character? My favorite character is Belle. I always relate to her a lot, mostly at first, I believe, because she had brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she likes to read a lot. I don't think so I that knew that. That was kind of like me. Really? And yeah. so, what? <laughs> I don't think I knew that about you. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I love Belle. I was like, she um, looks like Belle. That's usually how most people when they're little relate to the princesses, though, honestly. They're like, oh, she looks like me. You gotta connect to it personally. Mm -hmm. And also, in high school, I was on something called Forum Court, kind of like homecoming court, but in the wintertime. And I wore a yellow dress with, like, big ruffles on it. So all these little girls would be like, Belle! At the show. Oh, That's awesome. (laughs) Did you feel like a princess? I did feel like a princess. I can I can give you that picture. <laughs> yes, yeah, do please. It. We'll post it. Uh, okay. So, what is your favorite Disney movie? So I have to go with Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, classic. Me- music is people. just so good. The music is great. Mm-hmm. Paige O'Hara reprised her role as. Oh wait, was Belle in Ralph Rex the Internet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paige O'Hara like reprised her role as most as of them. Belle. I think all, all of them, all did. Of them unless yeah. they were like not alive anymore. Yeah. Oh, it was really cool. <laughs> well, like, yeah, some yeah. of them are really old. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Ask I me mean, the next question. Um. Go so <laughs> Tiffany wrote her answers in here, so this gave us a little bit of a laugh. So Tiffany, <laughs> what's your favorite Disney park? I said, sad tweet, y'all. I've never been. <laughs> You'll take Alana sometime, though. Oh, man. And when we go, I told you, you're planning it for me, and it's going to be big, and it's going to be expensive, but yeah. it's going to be worth it. <laughs> it's fun. Um, no, I've been to Universal twice, and I've never ventured at Disney, but um, when I do it, it's going to be, it's going to have to be, like, everything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. You can dress up Alana as a little belle. Oh, and oh. take her to Bibby Bobbity Boutique. Oh my he god, he actually has a bell dress. Oh, perfect. I think Sarah got that for her, didn't she? I she bet did. she did. <laughs> Y'all know I ain't spending twenty five dollars on my five month old. But what <laughs> <But> Sarah is? <laughs> I'll let everybody else do it. <laughs> All right, last question. What's your favorite Disney memory? This one's pretty great. And I hope you've not had anything like this on the podcast. So, (laughs) growing up, I played make-believe all the time. And it was always me being an animal. And me being from a little small town, I grew up where we had um, sheep. And so I would literally play like I was Simba in Lion King, chasing the sheep like they were the antelope in the movie. (laughs) And so I would run around chasing those sheep. But the one day I was um, playing with my friend in her basement, and we were jumping from couch to couch, pretending like we were Simba and Nala. And um, I remember that I took a pillow and I bit it because I was pretending to be a lion, right? And so it was like an antelope or whatever I was eating, and I shook it like a dog would, and I flung it out of my mouth, and my tooth popped out and went <laughs> across the room. <laughs> that's great. That's amazing. So that's oh. one of my favorite memories is just playing pretend like I was Simba. <laughs> None of my used teeth. to roar afterwards. Like at the end of the movie. Yeah. You know, they all roar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, none of my teeth stories are halfway or close to that great. That's great. <laughs> I don't remember my losing my teeth. I just know I hated it. Yeah. yeah, remember it being the worst, but that time yeah. I didn't really care because I didn't really notice until I was like, oh, it's not there. <laughs> Forget about tying strings on doorknobs. Just shake a pillow in your mouth like you're a dog. <laughs> Boom. Tooth gone. That works. <laughs> All right. So now that we know Disney, I mean, Tiffany's Disney profile, <laughs> uh, I can say that today we're going to be discussing 101 Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. So, Yay. this is a good one. I Like, okay, like I've said before, we did this whole Podmas thing to try and, like, get a bunch of really bad movies out of the way, and it's actually turned out to be, like, a lot of really good movies. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I feel bad that we're, like, rushing through a bunch of them, because this one definitely deserves, like, a whole week of attention. 
Um, but that's okay. It's a good that's one. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. We're still giving every movie attention. I mean, yeah, Especially we're not, we're still special. talking about it the exact same amount as we would have and everything, so. Yeah. All right, so it's time for the 30-second Disney Dash, and Tiffany did not know she had to do this, but now she does. <laughs> but I'll go first, so it's okay, so you can watch me fail. You literally time. are setting a timer, right? Literally, oh, yeah. yes. Do I have to seconds. set mine, or are you going to be like... No, we'll tell you when to go. Coaches. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell you when to go. Okay. Meg, right. Meg, are you ready? I'm ready. On your mark. Get set. Go. So we start with Roger and Pongo, and Roger's a bachelor, and then Pongo wants to find him a partner, so then he sees Perdita and her partner, I can't remember her name, outside the window, and then he makes Roger go and meet this girl, and then they fall in love, and then they move in together, and then Pongo and Perdita fall in love and make puppies, and then they get captured by Cruella Deville, and then they get rescued, and then there's 101 of them. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that escalated real fast. Where did the other 83 come from? I don't know. <coughs> You'll find out. Oh my god. How, what was my time? Oh, 23. Sorry. Oh, okay. 23. Well, you were giving me a look and I was getting nervous. I give you a look at about 20. Oh, okay. Well, now what happens if you don't finish? Katie beat, buzzes you out. I thought Katie beats me. <laughs> <laughs> come over to your house. No. Take, take a pillow and just beat her with the pillow. <laughs> and your other teeth fly out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so would one of you like to go next? Sure, I'll get this over okay. with. <laughs> Tiffany's like, I really no! don't know how much this is going to be. I'm, I think I might get buzzed. Just, just talk, talk really, really fast. fast. Embrace your inner... Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Embrace your inner person on the radio <laughs> who has to talk about all the stuff at the end of the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee whiz. <laughs> All right. Good. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> On your mark. Get set. Go. Pongo wants to set up his pet, Roger, with a gal. Goes for a walk in the park, sees a pretty girl, and another sexy Dalmatian. Makes them meet. They get married. Dogs have a litter of 15 puppies. Carla DeVille is a crazy person who wants to kill Dalmatians for their spotted fur to make a coat. Her hitman, Horace and Jasper, come to kidnap the puppies. The town dogs and farm animals work together to bring the dogs back home. Carla has a stash of puppies, so the animals come together with Pongo and Purdy to save all 101. Come home and Roger and Anita have a ridiculous amount of dogs. The end. Twenty five. <laughs> Although I kind of messed it up because it wasn't hundred one; it was ninety nine. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> that's okay. You did really good. Yeah, that was good. What are you nervous for? Mm. I didn't time it, so that's why. Well, you had five whole extra seconds. Mm. Mm. Tiffany, next or last? I'm like super scared. You're gonna be so. You good. got it. Uh, it's okay. 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 I gotta got grip it. it off like a band-aid. Yep. <gasps> grip it off like a spot. Once you once <laughs> you start, you'll feel good. Yeah. Okay. On your mark. Warming up. Warming up. Get set. Okay. Go. So there are some dogs, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they get the they have puppies, and the puppies get stolen, and then everybody's doing the twilight bark. And then uh, they go to a farm, and there's like Sergeant Tibbs, who's my fave. And then they go to this gross house, and then the puppies are like all there. And then Pongo's like, "Yo, those are my puppies," and then he bites the dude's butt. And then um, they come back, and they're erasing paw prints in the snow, and it's all uh, well and good. And then this crazy lady's driving like a lunatic. And, uh, here with uh, and now I'm gonna get wow. beat with a pillow. And <laughs> that was really good, though. I yeah. know. Oh, it all. <laughs> no, you did good. Yeah, that was great. Especially for not knowing you had to do it until like five minutes ago. So true. But good I thought, job. yo, those are my puppies. Was a pretty good. One. <laughs> I liked the bite in the butt part. Yeah, that was good. Yep. Yep. I remember Can't watching favorite. that as a kid, being like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Kate, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Seti? Yep. Go, go, spaghetti. Two dogs and two humans fall in love, say hello to 15 puppies, but an evil woman is after them for their fur coats and has them kidnapped. Pongo and Perdita search the entire countryside to find their pups. With the help of a whole fleet of dogs, they find them and a whole lot more puppies. They manage to get back home to their human pets and keep every last one. Ooh. 15! Just like 15 puppies! Oh my god. <laughs> You're real. Good job, Bestie. I am real. Thank you. Ridiculous. Alright. Um, I choose amazing <laughs> as my word. 
Yeah, okay. That's kind of, <laughs> that's a little spotty. I don't know about that. Oh! oh. <laughs> nice pun. Nice pun. Is this your so bark this is worse than your too, bite? Then. <laughs> Actually, I think this might be the first time. It's just you that brings it out. Yeah. <laughs> podcast, I can't tell you to stop. <laughs> Alrighty, so 101 Dalmatians is from 1961. It's an animated adventure film produced by Walt Disney, and it is based on a novel from 1956 called The 101 Dalmatians by, get this, Dottie Smith. Oh, okay. That really made me laugh. Okay. Um, the 17th an- Disney animated feature film, the film tells the story of a litter of Dalmatian puppies who are kidnapped by the villainous Cruella de Vil, who want to use their fur to make into coats. Their parents are Pongo and Perdita, set out to save their children from Cruella, all the while rescuing 84 additional puppies that were brought in pet shops, bringing the total of Dalmatians to 101. So it was originally re- released in theaters on January 25th of 1961. It was put out through Buena Vista Distribution, and it was a huge success. So the studio had kind of been in a financial slump thanks to Sleeping Beauty. I believe that that movie cost them a lot to make, correct? So that <laughs> it just makes me laugh that they were in a... Not that it's funny, but they were in a slump because of Sleeping Beauty. It's like the oh. things like taking a nap. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 Walt made them redo one segment of Sleeping Beauty like four times, so it ended up costing them a lot of money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, oh, right, okay, so Sleeping Beauty had been released two years prior to that. Aside from its box office revenue, the commercial success was due to the employment of inexpensive animation techniques, which you can tell, but I love it. So you can tell by the backgrounds, like, they're not as in-depth and, like, perfect as previous animated films have were in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so they used actually just, like, making copies, like Xerox copies. And then they, they, um, they used Xeroxing during the process of inking and painting traditional animation cells, and that kept production costs down. So it was also remade into a live-action film in 1996 with Glenn Close as Cruella. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I like the live-action one. I do, too. Although every time I watch it, I get really empathetic and super sad when they shove the nanny in the closet. Like, I, I can't know. watch that part. It makes me super really? sad. Really? Yeah. They don't do that yeah. in this one, so it's okay. Well, they still, like... No, they're not nice they to They lock her. around and yeah. stuff. Alright, my turn. Yes, it's your turn. Fun facts. Fun facts with Katie. I should have come up with like a fun like doggy twist to the fun facts. Fido fun facts. Oh my gosh, okay. Chew on these facts. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, that's a good one. I'm gonna throw you a bone or some facts. Tiffany thinks I'm funny. So I do love jokes. <laughs> <laughs> the company was in debt, as Meg said, following the flop of Sleeping Beauty, and that they desperately needed a hit. So there was even talk of closing down the animation division as the company was refocusing on live action films, television, and theme parks. So can you imagine that Please because God, of no. Sleeping Beauty, everything just animation-wise closed down? That would have been insane. I can't even... What would Disney be? Like, you know what I mean? I'm sure it would have reopened later. Like, if you think about it, so, like, they stopped doing fairy tales because of Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I mean, you don't You don't see a princess film until 1989. Mm -hmm, Little Little Mermaid. Mermaid. It's crazy. Oh, wow. So, and that's, like, from the 60s to the 90s. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So at least they kept it alive, though, with doing these, like, adventure action films with, you know, we're going to see 101 Dalmatians and The Jungle Book and... um, You mean animated? Yeah, what did I say? Oh, sorry. Yeah, animated. (laughs) Jungle Book and (laughs) Oliver and Company, like all of those types. Very animal-centric. Yeah, (laughs) which I'm okay with. Yeah, definitely. 
So the birth of the puppies actually happened to the author, Dottie Smith. Her Dalmatian had 15 puppies. Did she get a Dalmatian because her name was Dottie? Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> I her, love that. <laughs> her Dalmatian did have 15 puppies. One was born lifeless, and her husband did revive it. Oh. However, that part always made me really sad and then really happy. I know. Um, however, they sold most of them, and they kept only a small number, so she didn't end up with 101. <laughs> <laughs> um, Clarence Nash, who we know best as the voice of Donald Duck, he did all the dog barks for the film. That makes sense. I thought they were real barks. Me too. Because <laughs> Fozzie was watching it with me. Because I watched it again right before we podcasted. Because I wanted to just make sure that it was fresh, even though I memorized most of the movie. Right. Um, but he was like sitting there, just watching them. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. I'm trying to picture this guy in front of a microphone making these barks. I mean, he does Donald Duck. I know, but it's just they sound so real. Yeah, he's a good voice actor, clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when the puppies are watching TV, and you see the back of Lucky because he loves the TV, his mm-hmm. spots are in the shape of a horseshoe, which is a symbol yep. of good luck. And saw I that. saw that this time, and I was like, whoa. Cute. That's cute. I just love how they each have a little bit of a personality. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the USA, this was the highest grossing movie of 1961. And at the time of its release, it was the biggest grossing animated film of all time. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, super popular. Um, so as Meg was saying, because Sleeping Beauty was really not a success at all, they had to cut costs. So they used xerography or just photocopying. Um, which made animated film with this much visual complexity possible. So it also set the style of Disney animation, a scratchy, hard sort of outline look for years until the technology advanced enough um, with the production of The Rescuers to allow a softer look. So Xerox was... I was going to say, like, it is pretty similar for The Jungle Book, too. Like, those scratchy-like backgrounds. I think of Aristocats (laughs) instantly. Yeah, Which is funny, because this is dogs and that's cats. (laughs) <laughs> it looks like watercolors almost. Yes. Yeah. Like, it just looks like they mm-hmm. slabbed paint on it, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Everything's, like, the same color. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The mauve. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that building is just a block of blue. <laughs> right. <laughs> With black windows. <laughs> but it works. It's so beautiful anyway. I know. Yeah, I love it. I actually like it kind of better. <laughs> I do, too. I mean, like visually sleeping beauty is stunning right. don't get me wrong but yeah. like you can yeah. tell that they spent a fortune to be able yeah. to animate all of that yeah so xerox was a crucial help in the animation of uh, of hundreds of spotted dogs so imagine drawing all those so disney was be- able to bring the movie in for about half the cost thanks to the process and it forced to reduce its staff anchors from 500 to less than 100 I mean, like, I guess that's good, but that also kind of sucks. Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) You know, I mean, like, yay, Disney was able to cut costs, but at the cost of making people lose their jobs. Right. Um, So when Walt read Dottie Smith's story in 1956, which is kind of crazy because that's... That's pretty new. It's only like five years later that this came out. Yeah. um, He immediately snapped up the film rights, and apparently Smith had always secretly hoped that Disney would do just that. She was probably like, please read my book, please read my book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So characters from Lady and the Tramp are shown in brief cameos during the Twilight Bark scene, which I saw. saw Yeah. Yep. So Jock is first shown coming out of a doghouse and then barking Mm -hmm. into the drain pipe to a dog in an upper apartment. The strays Peg and her friend um, the Bulldog are seen in a pet shop with various puppies. And both Mm -hmm. Lady and Tramp themselves are shown very briefly briefly with several dogs at the end of the scene when the barking reaches across the whole city. I love that scene because he's like, well, you'll be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something and now I can't remember. Oh, Oh, I like that. Nope, I got it back. Oh, don't worry. I like that even like back in this time, like they were putting Easter eggs in. Yeah. And, like, they continue that on to Pixar, who, I feel you know, like, was its own well, company. I feel like this yeah. might be one of the first times in an animated film that that happens. Yeah, like, are know. there other... Because I don't remember talking about other Easter eggs in other films that we've done leading up to this. In the animated the OG launch. Easter egg film? I think it might be. Ooh. In this Correct case, us if we're wrong. Like, if anybody knows other Easter eggs in films earlier than this, will you tell us, please? 
In this case, the egg came first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this, apparently the scene where the puppies, like, suckle from the cows because they're hungry and mm-hmm. cold, the poor things, um, it attracted a lot of criticism at the time because people were like, it's not appropriate for children. Listen. Oh, it's the 60s. It's Listen. life, man. Yeah. Mammals give milk. You yourself. Do you have a child? You produced milk, too. It's natural. <laughs> I mean, no. I feel like we all say now, like, everyone's offended by everything. It mm-hmm. didn't, wasn't that different then. It, true. <laughs> you know what I true. mean? True. <laughs> they were just offended for different things than we are they now. They just didn't have the internet mm-hmm. to tell you. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so this is kind of sad. And we've seen it before with Pollyanna, almost. Um, but in the early 90s, the merchandise tied in with the video's release, of course, but it was quickly pulled because the word Dalmatian was spelled incorrectly. They spelled it T-I-O-N instead of T-I-A-N. And when I read this fun fact, I had to go back and correct it myself on this document because I had spelled it wrong everywhere. (laughs) I wonder if I have any merchandise with the I-O-N because my mom was super into, like, Disney would do, like, before, before... things would be released on videos. They would like do this whole build up with merchandise and like lithographs and all of this kind of stuff. And she was always like first person there. I'm getting this. Yeah, I mean, she I might. totally have to go look. She might because the merch was only available at Disneyland or the Disney stores. And I mean, the Disney stores were everywhere. Parmatown. Yeah. Woo woo. Yep. Shout out to Parmatown. <laughs> hey, oh my goodness. <laughs> So the author, um, Dodie, Dodie, I keep wanting to say Dodie, it's Dottie. I'm pretty sure it's Dottie, because that's hilarious. Canon accepted Dottie. Um, So she did have nine Dalmatians of her own, one including, one was named Pongo, and she got the idea for the book when a friend who was at her house saw all the dogs together and said, those dogs would make a lovely fur coat. Dude, get out. Uh, Oh, gross. Can you imagine being, like, the direct influence for Cruella de Vil, though? Like... No. Sorry, it doesn't say a lot about Jeez. you. Yep. Bye. That's, Bye. That's, don't, don't talk about my dogs like that. We always use her meme where she's like driving the car and she's yes. like, get her hair's crazy. <laughs> crazy, man. My sister and I always send that to each other when we're like, this is my day. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. Um, so out of those 15 puppies that Bert. Perdita gives birth to, there's only six that have names. So there's Lucky, Rolly, Patch, Penny, Pepper, and Freckles. I don't know Pepper. Who's Pepper? I don't know. I don't know, but there is a Pepper. And I read mm-hmm. it somewhere, and I don't remember where. And I was trying to listen for it, because I watched it twice in the past, like, couple weeks. and Three times, actually. And I was like, <laughs> where's Pepper? And they don't really say it. I'm Which all else? about Lucky, Rolly, Patch, and Penny. Yeah, yeah I don't really know I relate to on a personal level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Mama. Mama. Um, also, shout out to my old dog, Freckles, because he was totally named after Freckles from 101 Dalmatians. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was just He also he had freckles on his face, <laughs> but Cute. I also liked 101 Dalmatians. Bonus. So this might be my favorite fun fact of the bunch. So someone counted all the black spots in the movie frame by frame, and they reached (laughs) 6,469,952. So that breaks down to 72 spots on Pongo, 68 on Perdita, and 32 on each pup. Wow. Sheesh. Mm. Thank Thank God God for for Xerox. Xerox. Do you want me a Coke? Yes! (laughs) Yes. Um, So Cruella de Vil was designed as a manic takeoff on the flamboyant actress Tallulah Bankhead as well as mm. some of her personality quirks and I believe I have a picture of her that I'll post if I remember the link that I pulled correctly yes so I'll just post it um she was an actress but I don't really know if she's known for anything that like Ooh. I can really point out to anybody I'm not sure but I'll post her IMDb Batman was she so, in the Batman TV series is that what that said where yeah Black Widow in oh. Batman. Well, there you go. That is was that the one known. with uh, what's his face? Who played Batman in that like series? It's from the sixties. Yeah, that was. Um, oh yeah, that's like the OG. Oh, kicking my Adam, Adam West. West. Adam West. Yes. Adam West. Okay. <laughs> Every time I think of Adam West, I think of him in Fairly Odd Parents and. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know. I just think Family Guy. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, that too. So, me and Meg love Hidden Mickeys. There's a Hidden Mickey in here in the opening credits. And also on almost all of the Dalmatians. How cute. Mm -hmm. So, Mickey brands it. Yes. I thought I saw Hidden Mickeys somewhere else, too. Um, when they're getting married in the stained glass window. Ooh, they I bet you're right. Like, watch that. They look nice. like, um, they're a little misshapen, but they're still Mickeys. I Usually like, they count I wonder those. If this is the first, like, movie that they put these little hidden things in. I've talked about Hidden Mickey before. Have you? Yes. Okay. I don't remember where, but I do remember pulling that once. Okay. But as far as Easter egg goes, yeah, I don't know. Just wait until we get to Pixar. Yes. Oh, dude, you're gonna have, like, a section be, like, three hours long. I know. <laughs> Just eggs. all the Easter eggs. So, if you want to remember all the way back to Cinderella. Jeez, you have a lot of fun facts. This is fun. I'm sorry. No, it's good. Okay, good. Well, it is fun. <laughs> it's because it's, like, the more this popular movies have, movie. yeah. So, Lucille Bliss, the voice of Anastasia, one of the lovely stepsisters. Cinderella! She sings uh. Canine Crunchies! Oh, my God. <gasps> I How love canine cheese. And when you hear it again, you'll hear her voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say she sings canine crunchies better than she sang Sing Sweet Nightingale, though. Oh, which isn't gosh. saying much. True. It's hey, just sweet I'm gonna have to put like a PSA out there when I post this episode. Be like, ears may be broken. Well, <laughs> I they knew I was gonna be loud. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So this is cool. The film figure, film figures. It's all fake. This film doesn't exist. The filmmakers deliberately cast the dogs with deeper voices than their human owners, so they would seem more powerful. Because the movies, I loved oh, how yeah. Pongo called Roger his pet. Yeah, I love that. It's oh, so funny. So cute. I love the whole, like, dog perspective. Like, it's literally yeah. from Pongo and Perdita's perspective. It was great. So this is kind of, kind of sad, but me and Meg like to put in behind-the-scenes little Walt facts when we can find them. So apparently Walt was very disappointed in the layout work done by Ken Anderson on this film, and he didn't forgive him until literally the end of his life. So... Ken, he said, Ken is never going to be an art director again. So Ken Anderson took this to heart, um, but Walt eventually forgave him on his final trip to the studio in late 66. So as that was literally like right before he died. Yeah. So as Ken recalls in an interview, um, quote, he looked very sick. I said, gee, it's great to see you, Walt. And he said, you know that thing you did on Dalmatians? He didn't say anything else, but he just gave me this look, and I knew that all was forgiven, and in his opinion, maybe what I did on Dalmatians wasn't so bad. That was the last time I ever saw him. Then a few weeks later, I learned he was gone. Sad. Oh. Yeah, oh. it's sad. That's what crazy so that he was so disappointed, even though the movie was, like, such a success. I don't know. Well, well Walt I don't understand. very critical. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, there, there is a reason why, up until this point, the animated films were so detailed, right? I mean, like, that is really what he wanted. I think that he was just so... It probably was a lot of push from Roy, his brother, to cut so many costs on this film, so he kind mm -hmm. of, like, didn't really get to have it be up to par, and he was probably cranky about it, which is why he took <sighs> it out on Ken, even though, really, it was his brother who was saying, this is how much money you have, and this is all you're gonna spend on it. Yeah. He was probably just annoyed. Yeah. But honestly, I think it was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Walt, don't worry. We love it. Yeah. Yep. So, Lisa Daniels... Tiffany. <laughs> Lisa Daniels is the voice of Perdita. However, she only provided about a third of her voice work. So, halfway through, she got married and moved to New York, and Kate Bauer completed the vocal performance. I can't tell. Oh, wow. That's weird. Interesting. Yeah. Just kind of... You definitely couldn't pull that off with, like, a live-action movie, because someone just changes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, Disney Feature Animation later adopted the Twilight Bark as the name of their internal newsletter, which I thought was super cute. That's cool. Mm-hmm. 800 gallons of special paint 
weighing nearly five tons, were used in producing the animation cells and background. So that's enough to cover 15 football fields <laughs> or the outside of about 135 average homes. And there were nearly a thousand different shades of color created for this film. That's cool. Jeez. So even though they cut all those costs, like, look how much paint they still use. That's not <laughs> I want to yeah. know how much Crazy. paint they used on Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Honestly. Um, this was the first time that a story for a Disney film was created by a single person, and that would be Bill Pete. Mm. And last but not least, to tie in with that, although Walt had not been as involved in the production of the animated films as frequently as he had in previous years, he was always present at story meetings. However, he felt that Bill Pete's original draft was so perfect that he had little involvement in making uh, it all together. Wow. But then he goes and tells Ken that he did a bad job. (sighs) Walt. Oh, Walt. (laughs) Oh, wow. Walter. Oh, Walter. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm done talking for a while. Not really, but all right. So now we've got Katie. (laughs) (laughs) So now we've got our characters. First up, uh, I'm gonna put Pongo and Roger together. So we've got Pongo and Roger. I feel like I like how they combine the animals with their owners, and they kind of make them be similar. And you Mm -hmm. saw that when Pongo was looking out the window, and he saw those like pairs of animal owner. That was pairs. so funny, like when the poodle walked by. Too fancy. Too fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Too fancy. Yes, <laughs> Tiffany. Well, this is even true in real life. People look like their pets. It's so weird. Look at Fozzie when my hair used to be like crazy curly. Like, he and I are twins. Like, yeah. literally twins. And you just see this, like, I don't know. Like, if you look at your cats and look at you, you'll probably be like, yeah, no, they look alike. It's Katie crazy. and Teddy's personalities are very similar, and Iggy and my <laughs> personalities are very similar. It's weird. It's, it's weird how that happens. It's so true. It does. It does. Christy. Teddy has hazel eyes, and Iggy has, like, green eyes. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Chrissy, <laughs> um, do you and your hubby match up to your new kittens? Yes, actually. Uh, it's frightening. Calvin is a troublemaker, and that's Matt's cat, so... <laughs> and then Hobbs is very chill and relaxed and likes to call, like just hang out, which is very much like me. So, yeah. it matches. That's cute. <laughs> um, so, Pongo and Roger kind of live the same life. They're bachelors. They're just chilling in their apartment. Pongo is just, like, taking naps up by the window, doesn't really care much. But he actually, like, is, he's the one that gets the the inkling of, like, wanting a partner. So then he starts searching for Roger. But I think that, like, the two of them together are very, um, they're very driven. Both of them are, because, like, you see Roger working on his music um, and then Pongo being just, like, the doting dad with the puppies, which is so all about cute. them. So cute. Um, where do you think that they... So, Tiffany, I don't know if you know this, but we sort the characters into Hogwarts houses. This is our little Potter Shut section. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Pongo and Roger, do you think that they would be together? Where Where would you guys place them? I kind of want to put Pongo and Slytherin. I'm cool with it. He is pretty cunning. <laughs> he is, but yeah. because I thought of this, because he was like, oh, he finally finds, like, a, a very nice specimen of Dalmatian, right? And then he's <laughs> like, oh, but the the owner can't match. Oh, but she does. Not bad, not bad. And then he's like, oh, Roger never stops working until after five. He goes and changes the clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. No, I would agree with that placement, but I don't know about Roger, though. Yeah. He strikes me as maybe, I don't know, his his creative flow reminds me of a Ravenclaw. Yeah, I agree. I was going to say, I think Roger's a Ravenclaw. I like that. I can get on board. Yeah. Okay. Um, what a different kind of pair. Yeah. A Slytherin and a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Weird. Shout out to those couples. Yeah. True. Um, <laughs> so next up is Perdita and Anita. That's her name, Anita. I forgot when I was doing my Disney <laughs> Dash. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and the whatever girl. her face is. <laughs> um, so Perdita is very like proper whenever she's, and so is Anita. They're pretty similar, I think. They're yeah. they're very similar, like characteristics, just like proper, quiet. But Anita also like surprisingly, honestly, to me, is very 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? She's very supportive of Roger's, like, music even though, like, project, even though it's not bringing in right. w- what they really need. He's not, like, he hasn't, like, made it yet in right. music. But she's supportive of right. it, which I love. Right. I kind of want to put her... Both of them or one of them? I think both of them. I kind of want to put both of them in Hufflepuff. I'll take them. Of course you will. <laughs> but I, I just think know. they're kind of difficult, though. It's hard. It's kind of just like you the first one. You don't know a that... whole lot about them, you know? True. I feel like we get to know um, Roger and Pongo more. Mm-hmm. I could even fight Gryffindor, though, because she's like that fierce mama. True. You know? True. Not that yeah. not that a Hufflepuff wouldn't be a fierce mama, but... I mean, it's okay. You're a Hufflepuff. You can say that. I'll fight for my kids. I know. You All watch right? out. You ever see a badger? Oh, it's yellow and black. But have Mag, you seen the difference black. between American badgers and European badgers? You never know which one you're going to get. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. They're tough for me. I, I would go. I guess Puff for Anita. I don't know. Because of that loving nature, mm-hmm. you know, supportive, correct, kind. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we break up the puppies? Because yes. they're they're all very different. Rolly, go back up to, uh, to here. So Rolly, my Huff. spirit animal. Literally, he's definitely a Hufflepuff. Yeah, <laughs> he would want to live Patch. by the kitchens. <laughs> Gryffindor. Patch is a Gryffindor. I agree. Oh my Penny. god. Ravenclaw. Yes. Mm-hmm. What are L- the other ones? Lucky. Lucky. I don't know. I think oh. Lucky is a Hufflepuff. Yeah. He's the ditzy side of Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> freckles. I don't think we really know enough about Freckles. Yeah. I know he's there. Yeah. He had, like, one line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that was quick. <laughs> um, the nanny. Gryffindor. She's a Gryffindor. Yeah. She's so cute. I feel so bad for her. She's, yeah. She's, she's just, totally like, fighting Gryffindor. back. Like, Get out of my house! Oh, not while the Okay, you should have seen her face. She was like, get out of my house. And she looked so mad. And she was just staring at me. And I'm like, that's all. That's all you're going to say. <laughs> oh, I forgot her other lines. Well, that yeah. wasn't yeah. Out here. <laughs> <laughs> the puppies. She's sweet. She She's is. very sweet. All right. Cruella. This woman. Crazy. Take her, Megan. <laughs> First of all, she needs to eat a burger or something. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Maybe that's just her natural body type. <laughs> she should eat some cake. Oh, long cigarettes. <laughs> that's all she does. She just survives off smoke. Oh, she's the worst, but she's so cunning. Like, I can't even deny it. She gets those bands to do her dirty work. <laughs> God, yeah, I've learned. She's totally a Slytherin. I've learned that my favorite thing with Disney villains is the women, and when they yell at their cronies and go "You idiots," <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it happened. <laughs> it happened with Maleficent. Yeah. Oh my good. god! It made me laugh so hard, and then whenever Cruella yells at Horace and Jasper, <laughs> like I can't handle it. Oh. Uh- Horace and Jasper. I sort of feel for them almost. I don't. I do in the live action. I don't yeah, in this one. Arthur. Yeah, I yeah. feel bad for what which one is he, Horace? Arthur Weasley is Horace, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's his face? Uh, house. Yeah. Oh yeah, the guy from house. Is Jasper. Yes. Yeah. And Stuart Little. And Stuart Little, you are correct. Um, okay, so Horace and Jasper. There you know what? They're trash because <laughs> they are. I have to they're agree. I'm with because trash. because they, they know what they're doing is wrong. Oh, absolutely. And they like they don't care. So they'll like round up these puppies and then they get away and they're like, "Oh, come here, little puppies. I ain't gonna hurt you." Yeah, you are. You're gonna skin them. You're going to beat them with crowbars and skin them. That's not okay. They're small puppies. I don't, you don't do that to anyone, actually. No. Yeah, they're kind of, like, lazy, too. Like, they don't really give a crap one way or another. Like, like yeah, we'll do it eventually, but I want to watch TV. Right. So. <laughs> My crime. So My show's on. It's the wheel. Yeah, Horace and Jasper, like, 
a thousand percent squibs or something. They don't go to Gr- they don't go to Hogwarts. They don't go to Gryffindor, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, lastly we've got all the helpful dogs in the city. So Towser and Danny, Kali, the Labrador, and then the cows. They were definitely helpful. Sergeant Tibbs. Sergeant Tibbs. Sergeant Tibbs. Oh, yeah. Sergeant Tibbs. Him. He's the real hero, let's be honest, guys. Yeah. yeah. I love me some Tibbs. Yeah. They're all great. Okay. They're all, like, Gryffindors. I like that we got a nice yeah. cat for once. I know. Yes. Yes. I think the cows, though, might be puffs. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're just, like, there to help out. They love Do what they everybody. Yeah. Give them those pooches milk. Oh, so cute. So cute. Uh, but yeah, I think Gryffindors for the rest. I think dogs in general are more like boisterous little Gryffindors, especially small dogs. Mm-hmm. Except Pongo. I got Pongo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would. What did we record? You also have Corella. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we recorded, and it doesn't come out till later, but we recorded Greyfriars Bobby, and we were talking about how we think a lot of dogs are Hufflepuffs, too, because of their loyalty. But I can yeah. see Gryffindor as well because of their, like, they can be very, very brave, mm-hmm. you know? So, Greyfriars yeah. Bobby's totes a puff, though. Yeah, totes. Fozzie Bear's a puff. Fozzie Bear's a puff. He has, he has Gryffindor moments, but he's more so a puff. A Iggy Gryffindog. is a Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> you guys had a place with my cats. Yeah, we Ooh. should. There's a quiz. I'll text it to you. Okay. It's pretty accurate. <laughs> it put it really Iggy is. And Slytherin, and it put Teddy and Hufflepuff, and it's so true. It's perfect. Because they're literally like us in animal form yeah all right it's the fun part now um the whole podcast of grown-up kids is fun excuse me but i just like talking about our favorites i agree so favorite character in scene for me is for me me, i (laughs) always loved me some roly and pongo like, Pongo was just so, like, take charge, I'm gonna get this done, we're gonna get our puppies back, like, don't worry, Perdita, I'll make it happen, um, like, don't Aww. be sad and upset about it, like, we're gonna get him back, um, tied with Sergeant Tibbs, because, like, he makes it happen, mm-hmm. you know? I just see him, <laughs> poor Sergeant Tibbs, he's all, like, nervous all the time, I just see his little paw slap into his forehead. <laughs> The <laughs> way they drew his little kitty cat paws. Yeah, yes. I think they're so cute. Yeah, they're just like three little circles, aren't they? And his whiskers. Yeah. Yeah. they're just little circles, but they look so cute. Ah. His whiskers are like squiggly, right? They're not straight. They're kind of like all over the place. <laughs> um, and then my favorite scene is That's whenever. Hard. I know the first one I jumped to though, just because it was such a good idea and clever and awesome is whenever they roll around in the soot. Yeah. yeah. That was so cute. And, like, they're literally walking right in front of Cruella, and she doesn't notice, and then all of a sudden they have to stand under that one drippy gutter, and then she notices what's going on, but it's too late. (laughs) I'm a Labrador. I'm a Labrador. You want us to get dirty? (laughs) (laughs) Rolly, you're not done yet. I also (laughs) love seeing the puppies watch TV. That's cute. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Alright, who wants to go next? One of you guys. I'll go. Go, go, go. (laughs) 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 My favorite character is Patch. Because I just love him. And I used to pretend to be him, and I had that stuffed animal, so. (laughs) And then scene, probably when Corella is like laying in her bed and she's reading the newspaper and she's in her nightgown yes <laughs> and she's like 15 puppies stolen can you imagine such a thing with her <laughs> like double she... phone or whatever yes and yeah. she's <laughs> like and there's roger piping all <laughs> just like laughing at him and her she's just so bony and i love the way she her body movements she's just i love her her animation is good. Do you think she it's- cuts herself on her cheeks? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> her cheek- cheeks are so <laughs> sharp. Oh, I get it. I thought you actually meant, like, cuts her cheeks. Like, <laughs> no. No. I got you. I got you. Um, least favorite scene is probably when he's trying to get Lucky back because it made me so scared. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in the, the snow? beginning where he's rubbing him. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And his little pink nosy sticks out. Oh. All right. Chrissy. Chrissy, you up. Okay. Um, favorite um, character. I want to go with Pongo. Yeah. I have like, the good. same things as what Meg said. Um, I always loved Pongo, even as a kid. He's just, like, you want him to be your dog. He's such a, I don't know, he's so cute. Yeah. And, um, like, just a good, brave, loyal dog. But I really also like Sergeant Tibbs, because he does the run of the work. He's really smart, although he, like, knows not to say too much, because he is the sergeant, not the colonel. So, like, He knows his rank. He knows his rank, <laughs> but he's like, um, I think he means puppies, sir. He's like, I know that! <laughs> but he's just like, okay, well, I think he means this, and he's just trying to be polite about it, yet He's smarter. <laughs> Doesn't he think he says 15 puddles? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, oh, I, means, <laughs> I think he means puppies. <laughs> I know that. But he like, does all the work, and like you can see him, like, when Horace, been, Horace, <laughs> Horace and Jasper are, like, coming at them, and they're all, like, you know, crowded in, in the corner, and he just has both hands up against the big pile of dogs trying yes. to, like, save them. <laughs> like, obviously, he's way too small but he's like i'll save your kids take me first super brave but anyway um yeah favorite scene is the beginning where pongo talks to you and he's explaining his pet yeah wants to to get a girl and he's explaining like i don't really know what human beauty is but i have a rough idea i guess like looking (laughs) at those magazines (laughs) Um, There's so many. But he's he's instantly liked. And then was there something else I have to answer? You could do your least favorite character or scene. Both. Both. Oh. Um, Character obviously Cruella because she's not only is she like the crazy one in the the villain in the story, but if you actually listen to her talk, like she's really rude. Like she's really Mm. mean. It's like Anita, she's like, oh yeah, you're Prince? Okay. <laughs> like, she's right. like, why would you be, quote, quote, friends with someone who's like, talks about your husband in such a way? Like, she's oh so yeah, you guys. That's what just makes her so great. <laughs> <laughs> it's just awful. And, um, and I know I'm going to get a lot of crap for this, but I really, like, Roly, man, I love him, but I don't, like... Man, because you're hungry all the time, you got into trouble a lot. Like, <laughs> you almost got caught, like, a handful of times, buddy. Like, watch it. <laughs> he just okay, wants anyway. a snack. He just wants food. <laughs> <laughs> Matt and I were watching it, and he was like, Jesus, Rolly, like, take it easy. Oh, my God, I was ruined it. <laughs> um, but least favorite scene, um, I don't know. You don't have to have one. I don't know if I do have one. Um, yeah, you don't have to. Maybe when the dogs bark like towards the end because it's just a lot of barking. Like <laughs> after the twilight bark. Like after all that and they do more barking with like the colonel and Dan- or not Danny but the other um, hound dog. I forget his name. Towser? Yeah. Towser. Is that Towser? Well anyway they keep barking back and forth and it's like geez like my ears hurt. <laughs> You would be the person yelling, Will you be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. This is why you're a cat person, Chrissy. I guess so. Mm-hmm. I will have Calvin be sitting here, but Matt won't let him in this room. Aww. <laughs> this is going to be really tough for me. Favorite character. Um, I have to give a shout out to Patch because I had my little Patch and that was very special to me. But oh, I th- what? Mm-hmm. And then I have to shout out Rolly because spirit animal understand Correct. on a very personal level Can but Rolly be my new patronus oh my god he wouldn't Ooh. help you though he'd just be like no he I'm would hungry. be like large I'm and hungry mother i'm hungry <laughs> he would eat the dementors he would oh. um but i think my actual favorite is pongo um fun fact meg and i were pongo and perdita at a mickey's not so scary halloween parade in disney party. world on our honeymoon party yeah on our honeymoon and we I got the coffee at starbucks on main street and had them write pongo and perdita on it hmm that's Maybe we cute. should post a picture because we're extra like that. You're Aww. super extra. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard you guys are single-handedly wrecking the tuna industry. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag millennials. 
Correct. Um, but Pongo is just, I mean, like you guys said, you want him to be his dog. You want him to be your dog. He's just an all-around great character. He wants to be a husband. He wants to be a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll do anything for his family or his pet, you know. And I really like that part where his he... Pet. <laughs> I really like that part where he co- he consoles Perdita when she's like, you know, I was excited about the puppies before, but we, we never should have done it because Cruella's after them and she's going to do something mm-hmm. with them. I just know it. And, like, he doesn't even know what to say, but he just stays by her. That's cute. That's so cute. Favorite scene? I literally can't pick one because there's so many good ones. Like, when Rolly steals a sandwich from Horace. Oh, and my God. He just great. bites in the plain bread and then he gets mad at Jasper. And- <laughs> Um, so, because I can't pick one, really, I will just say the beginning credits are awesome. Yes. Yes. No movie. They're long. Yeah. They're good. <laughs> no movie that we've seen yet has done, done that. Done something that creative with yeah. the credits. I mean, like, that alone, whether you're a kid or an adult, would just be like, oh, like, yeah. this looks so cool. Like, it's almost trippy to your eyes, and there's spots everywhere, and blasts of color, and, like, just dogs all over the place, and it kind of, like, it's very rough, so it almost looks like they were, rough. like, rough (laughs) it almost looks like they're practicing the animation and then they're like oh we can use this for the beginning yeah that's really cool should i just do my least favorite yeah least favorite i don't know if it's cruella or horace and jasper because cruella i don't think would ever actually like go out and do the thing herself because she's too like too uppity she would always hire someone so i don't like the people that she hired because they were doing the dirty work and least favorite scene Probably when they're all cold in the snow. Because mm, I oh. feel so bad for them. But don't worry, Katie. They make it. I know. All 101. <laughs> um, so my least favorite character uh, is probably Cruella. Like, as much as I hate her, I also love her. Just because, like, she's a, she's <laughs> she's a, a great, great character. villain. She's kind of like Snape to me. You know? Great character. Brings a lot to the story hate him. Cruella, great character, brings a lot to the story, hate her. Okay. At least Snape somewhat tries to redeem himself, though. She doesn't even do that. Oh, so she's, she's horrible. The worst. She just, like, but. at the end, she just, like, cries because she didn't get her way. Oh, no fur coat. Nope. Okay. Jeez. Um. <laughs> or I can murder all these dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know a least favorite scene, either. It's just, like... This is one of those ones where, like, it really is just gold from start to finish for yeah. me. Like, it is, it's just great. Yeah, like, me saying that them in the cold is my least favorite was not because it was bad at all. It's because it made me sad. Right, like, right. I love, yeah, everything about this movie. Yeah. So, I was watching the movie again this evening, or I guess this afternoon, and in the beginning, I like the beginning credits, because it's, you know, the music and everything, and then they kind of, I guess all of the Disney movies starts out with the credits in the beginning, but anyway... It reminded me of, like, Fantasia, in a way, because, as we discussed in that episode, like, a lot of the the music that you heard is what you saw on the screen as well. So, like, Mm. and it was the same deal with the credits. Like, you saw the little spot, like, move around a little bit with, like, the um, the harp or whatever is playing. I don't even know. The clarinet or whatever. But um, it very reminded me of Fantasia because of that yeah i like that a lot because like the spot would like totally act like it would like blow up and like tremble like a horn sound yeah it was very sound based yeah i like that a lot um okay so last we have what we took away from it go for it tiffany all right oh you want me to go right now yeah go ahead so what, what did you take away from it so, basically, I took away teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite things to say ever. That's a good one. <laughs> I say it all the time mm-hmm. to my students. But they all just work together to accomplish, like, this big goal, and they did it. I like that. Yep. <laughs> How same about deal. you, Chrissy? Yeah, same deal. Uh, teamwork, for sure. Family. Mm-hmm. You know, they all work together for family, and they don't give up, and... Um, I think it's a, a, one of the favorites of mine on purpose for that reason. It makes you feel cozy and puppies yeah. are cool. And I always <laughs> yeah, had a soft spot, spot for Dalmatians. Anyway, my grandfather had a couple of them growing up and they're cool dogs. They really are. Yeah. And um, they get a bad rap. Um, a lot of people think they're mean or whatever, but they're just, they're great dogs. Very it's loyal. It's about how you raise them. Yeah. 
quality pooches. They're quality pooches. Mm -hmm. Or Rizzle. So I'm going to take away two things. Um, Snowballing off Chrissy. So family. Family's everything. And that could be even not your blood. Pongo and Perdita. That's literally what I was going to say. Pongo and Perdita (gasps) decided to take in all these puppies. I mean, that's an enormous responsibility. But they were like, we can't just leave them here. There's no way. They're all coming home with us. Um, and then the same with Roger and Anita, like not even a question. Like, okay, now we have 101 dogs. It's awesome. Let's buy a bigger, bigger house. Place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Meg. That's okay. You. Literally, I was going to say family is not always just blood because they were able to take in all those puppers and they didn't even blink an eye about it. So mm-hmm. we, can Love share it. My, we can share my other point too, if you want. What? Um, you should help out even if it is not a benefit to you. Yeah. So all these other dogs didn't have to do a thing. They didn't even know these Dalmatians. They weren't friends of Pongo. They weren't friends of Perdita. They weren't friends with the humans. Like, no no connection whatsoever. And yet, without a thought, bent over backwards to help these two dogs out to find their puppies. And then after that, the task became even bigger when it grew to over 100 dogs that they needed to transport all the way back across the countryside. Still not a thought. They just helped out. So whether you're going to benefit from something or not, a little kindness goes a very, very long way. Thank you, Hufflepuff. You're welcome. (laughs) Even the, um, all the... uh like some of the helpers were not even dogs like the horse yeah yeah was and the sergeant and everything like they all were like what's the word i can't understand dog so (laughs) (laughs) help me but i'll help you out if i can but you know translate (laughs) yeah yeah does anybody have anything else to add any last thoughts on 101 dalmatian love it (laughs) love it pooches are pooches are fantastic oh yeah animation's great the story is cute Mm -hmm. i will say Oh, go ahead. I have a really cool um, Pongo toy from McDonald's back in the day. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. It's at my mom's house. What is <laughs> it? I have the same thing. I know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. It's just the one and all four of the legs will move and the head oh. turns from side to side. Yeah. Yes. None yes. of the toys do that. I know. I all of them now. are like shaped weird, but uh, Pongo and I have, I think I have Lucky and he's like stretching. Yeah. Um. And then I have another Dalmatian toy that, like, wasn't part of that. It just came with my dollhouse. So I kicked all the people out of the dollhouse. <laughs> and the dogs lived there. You had a doghouse nice. instead? That's what Lily literally called it because she couldn't say doll. So it's, do you want to go play in the doghouse? I said, <laughs> yes, I do. Nice. <laughs> Absolutely. I you guys remember I that there used to be a TV show. And I think that's yes. where a lot, bulk of the uh, toys came, came from. from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was a TV show. It was really cool. Nice. Yeah, and they had, like, a Christmas movie. They did, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. They had a lot of different ones. There's, like, a Patch goes to... Patch's Adventure. Or something like that. I don't know where he goes, Patch's but... Patch's Great Adventure. Why That's have I not known movie. these? Look at uh, the Extra Magic Hours on patreon.com forward slash Grown Up Kids Pod in the future. Grown Up Kids Podcast. Grown Up Kids Podcast. Plugging it incorrectly. No, I'm right. <laughs> Oh, are you? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Whoa. Love ya. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Tiffany and Chrissy, for joining us. We appreciate your thank time. You. Hmm? I had fun with my first time ever podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> you were great. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that... Um, we were at Chrissy's house for something completely unrelated, and all of a sudden, 101, and Dalma- 101 Dalmatians is on TV, and we're in the other room, and she's like, oh... I hear the music. This is the part where blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then, like, we ended the night sitting in front of the TV watching the rest of 101 Dalmatians. And it she was knew, like, Friendsgiving. I know, but, like, yeah. it, I, the movie just came on, and then she just knew every line, and it was super cute. Yeah, I think, I don't remember, I think Matt, Matt put him on for the kids. Yeah, that was I don't know why it. he picked that one, but out of all the Disney movies I have, he maybe threw that one was, on. I'm like, oh, oh, that would be mine right now. Because you were already watching it. Very <laughs> sauce. But yeah, thank you both so much. We appreciate your time. Thank you. It was fun. Of course, yes. All right. So Grown Up Kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. So make sure you subscribe so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. You can also find us on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, the <sighs> Disney Podcast, and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. 
and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash grownupkidspod. Um, and look for a revamp of that in January. Also, head on over to our Facebook discussion group, and that's where I've posted the comprehensive list of movies that we're going to be watching along with availability to be on the show with us. So make sure you check that out and comment, email, or message us with what movies you're interested in joining us on, and I will get you on the list. So thank you so much for listening to our two-week mark of Podmas. Woo! Make sure to watch The Absent-Minded Professor, a.k.a. Old Flubber. OG Flubber! <laughs> ahead Whoa. of tomorrow's Podmas episode. And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.